welcome to the new series of the Heidi Jones Coaching Podcast. This podcast is for everyone who is ready to do some of the inner work for a healthier and more positive lifestyle. I'll be delving into the topics that we need to talk about more, including our health, our mindset, and living with purpose and passion. I'll be speaking to guests that will leave you feeling inspired to find out what is possible in your life if you gave yourself the opportunity to find out. This isn't the place for chit-chat, gossip, or endless science. It's for real women with real problems that want more from life. Sound good to you? Let's move on with the show. Welcome to this week's episode. Thank you for joining me. I've recorded this again on a Monday morning and I've just finished my my class. It was squats and running. Ideal, perfect workout for my mountain run in a few weeks time. I'm going to have such shaky legs later, but it will have been worth it. (laughs) And I hope you are starting your week off in a way that you want to, in a way that's you know, from a positive perspective. It's not always easy, totally get that. Um, But yeah, I hope you're doing the things that you can so you can, you know, move forward with the week in a way that, you know, brings you what you need. Um, It's that time of year, isn't it now, in Dubai, where every, every part of the day is just hot. I'm so hot, I'm so red from that workout. It's that time where basically you just crave Wim Hof, ice baths if you don't live in Dubai you're probably like what but actually at this time of year that's all you want is to jump in an ice bath because you're so hot and just need to cool down and it'd be so refreshing so I've started doing that this week turning the shower onto cold oh it feels so good um so yeah if you haven't done it try it it's oh it definitely is worth it now today's episode is with Hanan she is an expert in helping people with their career sort of challenges or or changes. And uh, she has been working with clients sort of to help them navigate through whether it's changing jobs or kind of like looking at the job that they're in and finding ways to enjoy it. Because sometimes we can't always just quit a job and do what we want. So we have to find ways in which we can enjoy what we enjoy what we already have. And um, she's gonna talk us a little bit through how you can maybe do that but also some of her own story because she has a really interesting backstory when it comes to career change she's very much like me had quite a few of them and it's got her to where she is today in in a in a position where she's doing something that she knows is what she wants to do sort of the long term she's found something that makes her feel good but also is obviously giving back as well Um, So yeah, it's a really interesting listen and I hope you enjoy it. I've been through so many different career changes, paths, different industries. I feel like I've done it all. (laughs) And the very first time that I've started with my career change, I completely changed career path and industry at the same time. So I left teaching to get into the world of tech (laughs) and that's where my career started and 
you know when they talk about a squiggly career and mm-hmm. you literally go in all different directions mm. that's exactly what I did mm-hmm. <laughs> but to get to where I am today as a coach it's something that I was thinking about for quite some time mm-hmm. and I kind of sat on it and I wasn't quite sure what to do with it and the thoughts that came into my head was oh you can't be a coach how can you do this like (laughs) and I had a lot of questions and a lot of self-doubt that was holding me back and then over time I saw other people in the industry so one of the places that I like to connect with people is on LinkedIn and I like to see what other people are doing on there and I could see there were other coaches on LinkedIn. So I was like, oh, there's a whole world of coaches out there. And I thought, this is amazing. I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought, okay, so I wanna be I wanna be a coach. And I wasn't quite sure. And it was actually a conversation that I had. Um it's probably going back about five years ago now. <laughs> And I remember reaching out to a coach to actually ask them a question. So my recommendation is anyone that's interested in in changing their career or industry is to connect with someone who has already done it and is already doing the role that you want to go into. Yeah, I love that. So that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And I connected and I, I spoke to this coach and they gave me lots of ideas and they recommended me some books and I went off and I read all these books and then the fear came in and I thought, oh, <laughs> can I do this? I'm not really sure. I was like, I still need a little bit of help. So I was still working in the corporate world and I started uh, applying for jobs that incorporated coaching into the role. And I thought, okay, I've not done any formal coaching before, but I get the I get the hang of it. And I'm kind of I'm the person in like my family and my friends where everyone comes to ask me for help. You're the <laughs> and go-to. I always share. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the go-to. <laughs> so I was actually coaching before I was actually coaching. Yeah. I think that stands out as something I've seen from knowing you for the past like mm-hmm. year or so, where you are a really great listener. You're someone who does ask really good questions and you, you know, you prompt that other person to kind of delve and explore themselves. You're not kind of just dishing out advice, but you're like, hang on a minute. Yeah, let's just stop and pause and, you know, ask those questions to help them sort of uncover what it is that perhaps they want to do next. And I think that's important to recognize in yourself when you're at that position of, I want to change I want to, whether it's career path, whether it's like you say, different industry, but to kind of recognize what it is that you're already good at. And that doesn't mean it's a skill within a job. It's what makes you, you, isn't it? And it sounds like what you're saying here is like, just that element of like coaching, helping people. I mean, you were previously a teacher. So there's this sense of like helping people that just comes through naturally, doesn't it? Absolutely. Like I, I love helping people and I love seeing people aligned to what they're really good at doing because that's when people thrive, when people focus on their strengths. And I went to a strengths masterclass just the other day and I learned that by focusing 
focusing on your strengths, you're actually increasing your well-being mm-hmm. and your peripher- peripheral vision actually widens. So you see so much more when you are focusing on your strengths because mm-hmm. you're so much more in alignment. And yes. I think that's really important because I feel like your career shouldn't run your life. You shouldn't be work. You shouldn't be living just to work. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to enjoy your life as well as a career at the same time. Yeah, I think that is important, isn't it? And I think when it comes to strengths and personally for myself, I would say about five years ago did strengths test, strength strengths finder, did all the the work on there. And it it's what led me to do that retreat in Thailand and kind of like bring out the strengths of those women that I worked with there. But for me, it's just opened up so much more possibility. And that's what it is, isn't it? It's like you say, your your kind of your whole outlook on life broadens because your strengths can go in so many different places. And even at that point of moving or changing careers or jobs, when you focus in on those strengths, sometimes you can enjoy your job more, the current one that you're in. And I think that is an important piece as well. Have you worked with anyone where you've helped them kind of see the job they have already that's maybe kind of, you know, changed for them just based on how they perceive themselves? Yes, absolutely. Mm. So yeah, and it's amazing. I worked with someone who was ready to just leave Mm -hmm. and not not stay in that job anymore. And they wanted to move on to another place. And through the work that I did, I helped them to understand the strengths that they had in the role. And when they started playing to their strengths, everything else started to unfold. Mm. And they actually started asking for more opportunities within the role. Mm -hmm. And they started taking on more responsibilities not in the terms of like busy admin kind of work that kind of holds you back but more of the interesting kind of project work and when they started taking on all of that they actually started enjoying their role because Mm -hmm. they were doing more of what they actually loved more of what they enjoyed and it actually led to this particular person progressing and, and moving on into their career and actually mm-hmm. move into a different company and getting paid way more because <laughs> <laughs> I think as well when you start working on those projects that you're already naturally kind of good mm-hmm. at and then you hone yeah. in on that and you become like a master at it then yeah your value just increases but also your self-belief increases so you go out there and be like actually I know my worth it's not yes. higher than I've maybe been letting myself kind of believe and so I'm going to go out and earn more money or or just take on maybe more responsibility but in a way that is like you know brings a sense of purpose yes and I think sometimes when you when you've got that tunnel vision and you're not focusing on your strengths and you're only focusing on a a certain skill and you think that's all you've got you tend to get stuck in a bit of a rut And you feel like you're trapped in that job and you feel like you can't do anything else. You feel like you're not good enough. You feel like you can't progress or you feel like that's it. That's all that you've got. And when you do start focusing on your strengths, you realize there is so much more to what you've just been doing. Oh, you're so right. I know that I've had that experience quite a few times in my life prior to coaching and learning how to like 
you know, navigate through these like horrible emotions that you're just hitting your head against the brick wall. Um, but that trapped feeling, oh, that sense of like internal frustration, mm-hmm. isn't it? And just feeling like, oh, this is it. Is this it? Is this all I'm going to do for the rest of my life? And you really start to internalize it, doesn't it? It's really, yeah. it's detrimental to your well being because that's mm-hmm. when those negative kind of feelings and thoughts come up don't they have you ever actually experienced it have you had a time (laughs) in your life where you felt trapped yes I have it's such a it's a horrible place to be in and I was in this role and after a couple of weeks I realized that it wasn't the role for me I felt so after a couple of weeks just after a couple of weeks (laughs) what do you do how did you kind of like work through that one Oh my gosh. Um, So after a while of feeling sorry for myself and feeling really (laughs) stuck into that role. I think we're allowed to feel sorry for ourselves, aren't we? A little bit. We're like allowed a little bit of a pity party. Mm -hmm. But it's when we then have to go, okay, I'll take responsibility. I'm here because I took the job. (laughs) Yes. Don't stay in that area for too long because it. it isn't, it's not good. And I, I started applying for jobs to try and get out of that situation okay. um, and that it helped me a little bit but because I was in a place of feeling stuck the jobs that I was going for weren't the ones that I wanted to go for they were just an escape I see. <laughs> yeah and how many people do that that oh. is true you look just for anything don't you to yeah. kind of like just to what what is that what would you say they're doing when you're like just kind of going for anything it's it's trying to escape from your current situation without thinking about your well-being without sort of looking at what your strengths are it's coming from a place of I just need to get out short term yeah short term fix it's a yeah it's a short-term fix it's not it's not going to work in the long time and I was going for these interviews and after the interview something didn't sit right with me Mm. and I drive away from these interviews feeling not excited about it I actually Mm -hmm. felt even worse yes after going for the interview because I thought I can't go and work in that place this doesn't align to my values Mm. what am I doing Mm -hmm. and I had at that time I had a lot of conversations with my friends which was really helpful just to voice what I was thinking and what I was feeling and and that's why I recommend if you've got some a friend who's a really good listener or a member of family to just really listen to what you're saying not necessarily give you advice or tell you what to do but just to listen that helps you because you start to work through some of the answers in your own head you start to rationalize what you need to do next Mm -hmm. and one of the biggest things that really helped me to get out of this place of feeling stuck was to connect with people in my network Mm -hmm. so connect Mm -hmm. with other professionals and to ask them what are they doing and to ask them for advice yeah and that's that, something we've got so much access to nowadays, haven't we? So much. So much access. I'm just thinking you've really triggered something back to <laughs> when I was <laughs> in the place of being stuck. Like you talked about going to those job interviews. I just remember doing the same, short-term fix, looking for different jobs and applying, apply, applying for like hundreds mm-hmm. of different positions. Well, it was the same position, but in different places. 
So yeah. I was just doing the same thing, but it, I thought going to a different place would make it better. And I remember getting this rejection letter from somewhere that I didn't even want to go to. Oh, it kind of just made me go, why are you getting rejected from somewhere that you know you wouldn't <laughs> even want to work in? <laughs> and it just kind of was like a wake-up call. To, oh. What are you doing? You have those, don't you? Those moments yes. of just like yes. clarity of, okay, this is not right. This is not working. But obviously you don't always know what to do next. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have a, a network then. And I didn't have like LinkedIn. This is obviously way, this is 12 years ago or so. I wasn't on LinkedIn then. I was, it wasn't any of those things. It was, I remember looking in paper still, for <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> and um, yeah. And it's whether you are someone who is maybe willing to take a risk and jump, or if that's just not who you are, it can, you end up feeling that sense of trapped you know feeling stuck don't you yeah. I jumped and moved to Dubai but um yeah and then that was a whole other you know <laughs> massive distraction <laughs> to what you know it's like uh, really going on but um some people are not going to have that kind of faith are they or, or kind of belief in themselves that they can take a jump and a and a leap like that and I think like you say being able to talk to people helps you name it so then you can claim it you can claim what it is that you need to be doing next yeah definitely and that has just reminded me of a time when I went for an interview and I remember coming away from the interview feeling I'm not sure if I really want to work in that place and then when they sent me the rejection letter (laughs) I was in tears (laughs) I cried so much because I just felt like I felt I was so trapped in this yeah. job that I just wanted to get out. Yeah. And at that point, I was desperate to just go anywhere. Yeah. And I couldn't understand why they rejected me. Yeah. Then it really does kick, you can really go down a spiral, can't you? Oh my God. And I think, you know, this is where, like, where your work, like, what you do now is your work is so important because this is where you help people out of that spiral or you prevent them going into it. Because that spiral is what can last for a long time and really, you know, mm-hmm. take its toll on your well-being. And we're talking like mental health, physical health, everything, doesn't it? How do you stop people going into this spiral or even help them, you know, come out of it? Well, first of all, it's about listening to where they currently are, what's going, what's going on in their world, what's happening. And it's it's not just looking at their career, it's looking at the overall well-being outside of work as well and it's looking at okay overall in life where are you where are you and where do you want to be how do you actually want to feel what looks like an ideal life for you and it's working that out and then starting to take the steps to starting to become unstuck and understand well why did you apply for this job that you're currently in in the first place? What was it that attracted you? Because there would have been one or two things that really stood out as to why you applied for that job. And then it's right, okay, looking at, are you actually doing those things in your current job? Or was it misled? Was the job description nothing like what was in the actual job? And if it's that, then it's understanding, okay, so what can we do in your current workplace? How can we actually improve your well-being there? How can we get you to do more of what lights you up and more of what you love doing? And 
taking it from there and looking into, okay, let's try and get this. If that doesn't work, it's looking at, right, how can we get you to go into a job that you're actually going to love and thrive? But it, it's taking small steps. So it's never an overnight fix mm-hmm. to get you into like your dream job. It's mm-hmm. taking those little baby steps and working together along the way. I think it's so important to to have someone in like along your career journey to actually help you. Someone who's already been there, someone who can give you the expert advice and help. And And sometimes you need a sounding board sometimes you've got some ideas in your head and you just need to talk it through with someone it sounds a lot worse in our head a lot of the time doesn't it you know we catastrophize things in our heads and Mm -hmm. just by speaking about it can help you gain that perspective of oh okay yeah that sounded really bad in my head but now I've said it out loud I actually can see that maybe there are some options or things that I can be doing. And I think like you say, it's sometimes the small things and it can also be outside of work. You know, like you say, bringing that joy into your life doesn't necessarily always start with work, does it? Sometimes we have to look on the outside as well and and bring some joy that way, which can feed into your work or feed into this this self that you, into yourself that you then know, actually, yeah, this is what I want to feel more of. I want to have this sort of feeling or or this sense of like meaning in life. And then that's how you can then maybe open the, the doors to new opportunities. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And that's, that's reminded me of what I've done in my own life to try and enjoy more of what I do and to have that balance. So when I'm not working, I love to go hiking. Mm-hmm. And I know you love doing this that as well. well. <laughs> We've got quite a lot in common and hiking is definitely one of them. <laughs> when you come out here, I'll take you on hikes and you've got to take me to the Lake District because the hikes that you go on look incredible. <laughs> <laughs> They're amazing. I yeah. would love to explore. Yeah. And hiking is my way of doing more of what I enjoy doing, doing what I love. And it's not about escaping from everything that I'm doing. It's actually being surrounded by nature, which I absolutely love. I didn't grow up loving nature. It's something that I've like developed later yeah. on in life and I absolutely love it. But I love seeing running water or listening to the sound of birds and just seeing the whole, like the scenery. When you get to the top, it's an achievement and it's it's almost like your career like when you're working towards something it's the journey that gets you to the top that you enjoy it's that journey where you come across hardships or you come across something easy or something memorable and once you reach the top you've got that amazing sense of achievement that you've actually got there and when you look back and reflect on the journey that got you there and how far it's amazing yeah and the scenes are beautiful and I feel like that's so relatable to your career as well it really is and I think it really ties in with what your version of success is as well you know like for me and you we love to go hiking and hiking up mountains I had a what was it a meme or whatever they're called sent to me literally this morning my I think my best friend hates me. She's asked me to go for a hike (laughs) (laughs) because obviously we've all got our own like things that we love and Mm -hmm. that we are good at and we thrive at. And then we've got the things that we dread and we'd hate to do. (laughs) 
And I think one thing that I've learned through my career is sometimes you're going to get derailed. You know, you're going to go off course because you have to be open to trying different things. And that could be working up a ladder. So I worked up a ladder and I thought I was going to get that sense of achievement. Mm -hmm. But what I got was the complete opposite. And it felt horrible and I hated it because now I can look back and go, yeah, because it was used a lot of my weaknesses. I was I was trying to strengthen things that I was not good at and I was probably never going to be good at, never made me feel good. And I heard something on a podcast recently. It was um, Marcus, is it Marcus Buckingham? He said that if you, this is based on StrengthsFinder, hmm. that if you do focus on those weaknesses, then you're never going to feel fulfilled in life. You know, he says what you want to do that's a, that's like a failure yeah so no matter how high you are up in a ladder or a career if you're focusing on trying to improve your weaknesses then you're never going to feel successful you've you've been put in the wrong place or you've gone to the wrong place and I wish at the time I mean I do and I don't you know when you look back you're like if someone had just pulled me aside and said this is not the right role for you but from a place of like genuine care and love and being like, look, we know that you have so many great strengths and talents, but in this role, they don't shine through. This is what we think we could do instead, or you could be doing instead. I don't know how I would have reacted at the time, but now I know that it would have been the best thing for me if I wanted to stay within that company, you know? And I think that's quite Mm. important. I think that is such a lesson that I wish, you know, like I look back on them, like, yeah. I, wish I knew that when I was younger or at the start of my career more rather than now, yeah. you know, I mean, I can use that obviously moving forward, but it's just something I, as you know, maybe in the future, if I'm leading a team or, or I'm managing people, I want to always remember that. I want to be able to say to someone, it's not you, it's just the position you're in. And so it's okay to kind of move around until you find out what's right yeah definitely and yeah like you I started climbing that corporate ladder to get to where I wanted where I thought I wanted to be and then I realized actually this isn't what I want like (laughs) I don't want to climb this ladder anymore yeah and I changed a couple of times because I thought no it's not the direction I want to go in um and what you said there has actually just kind of brought back some memories of when I was in a role and I was doing certain things in that role that really didn't align to my strengths or what I wanted to do. And I do actually remember having a conversation with the, the company at the time and the people that I worked with and my role did actually change. So it changed um, to focus on what I was good at but it wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do Mm, and that (laughs) is an important thing yeah just because you can doesn't mean you should exactly (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like that's such a dangerous place to fall into as well because someone from the outside looking in could go oh you're really good at this this is exactly what you should do but then when you end up doing that thing if it doesn't light you up why are you doing it Mm -hmm. it's It's one of those, isn't it? Obviously, some people feel like they can't leave their job because of all the responsibilities they have in life. And I think, you know, as coaches, we know that if that's someone's current reality, we totally respect that, don't we? We're never going to make you do anything 
that's going to get you into this like state of panic or stress. It's always about helping you you know, broaden your horizons and look at life from a, a different perspective and see actually look what you you kind of do have now and where you could maybe move forward to mm-hmm. or towards in the future. And I think a lot of people um, find it maybe difficult to look so far ahead in the future or to see past their current situation, especially if it's a negative one. Um, and you know, just thinking from your own career path, what's helped you kind of keep hopeful for the future and, and to and to see that, you know, there's so many things that you can do within your career? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. It's really got me thinking about my like past experiences. And something that's really helped me is one is in my career, it's starting to focus on the little things that I can do more of. Mm-hmm. And when you start working on those little things, they actually start to become a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. So something where, like, if you're in a career that you really don't like and you hate, if you start focusing on those little um, areas that light you, you up, you end up doing more of that because people around you start to see that, oh, this you're really good at it. It lights you up and they start giving you more of what you're good at and what lights you up. But also I think it's it's not losing sight of like your end goal. So sometimes we feel stuck and we're in a job and if it, we feel like, okay, we can't just move out of this job because we've got bills and mortgages and all, all sorts of responsibility, yeah. the real stuff to pay for. So realistically, you can't just jump ship. You can't just quit your job and hope that everything will be okay. It's working towards okay you really don't like where you are at the moment what other jobs are out there that you could go into and when you start to build up your skills and this is something that i do with a lot of people is when you look at the outside job it's a job that you want to go to but maybe you don't feel confident enough to go for that job it's looking at what you've currently got in your current job how you can improve those skills, how you can build your confidence in your current job in a place where you're already quite feeling quite safe. When you build on those skills, you actually have, you're in a better place to then apply for that job Mm. because you've worked on those skills internally. And that's something I've done as well. It's always like leveraging because your skills are always transferable. You can move your skills from industry to different career paths, I started my career in teaching. Hey, <laughs> actually, that's not true. I started my career in design, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this is it. Like you start your career in a completely different place and years later you end up somewhere different. Yeah. If you're you... willing to take the risk and yeah. And, yeah. and I think you can see that actually yeah it's a skill set it can be moved around you can explore different avenues and uh, what I always try and help people remember is we're human and we change you know what we chose to do when we were 18 at university isn't necessarily Mm -hmm. what we're going to want to do when we're 40 and we've been through a lot of life experiences you know we shift our perspective on things we learn more about ourselves and different things become more important in our lives you know especially Mm -hmm. through anything that's maybe traumatic or you know like challenging times that you've had to go through 
And so it's okay to change because the job itself, it doesn't define you, does it? And I think people (laughs) can get really stuck in that, that if I'm failing at this job, I'm a failure. And I think, you know, it's probably a whole podcast that we could do talking (laughs) talking just on that one thing. But I think it just all really interconnects, doesn't it? How, you know, as people, we just change. We do. Absolutely. And I think I think sometimes we can get a little bit caught up with the job title. Sometimes we're in a position and we've got this nice, fancy looking job title and we kind of define ourselves. So when someone asks, like, oh, what do you do? The first thing you come out with is the job title. But your job title doesn't actually define who you are as a person mm-hmm. and what you're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And I started to see that people are starting to move away from this, especially on LinkedIn. Um, people are not using the job title anymore as right. the header. They're using a, a description of like a broad range of what they do instead. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important thing to focus on is focus on more of who you are as a person and what you do as a like an all-rounder because your job title should definitely not define who you are and it shouldn't be the reason that holds you back from moving on yeah I love that you know bring it back to LinkedIn um obviously I know that you did a, a masterclass with my mastermind group recently and everyone in that group was like that was fantastic it was really interesting and I found it super helpful as well because I hadn't necessarily had that not, well, I suppose it was a need to go on LinkedIn. It was another thing that I had to do. And so I hadn't really got round to it. But then, I, you know, I knew I wanted to build up my profile because I think it does bring a sense of credibility, doesn't it, to, to you and, and what you do. And so I did all the actions that you said in that masterclass. And I tell you what, I love my profile now. And it's really <laughs> boosted my sort of confidence. Yeah. I never expected that outcome. So I'd love it if you just share a couple of the tips, you know, because you're an expert, you know, and you really kind of like helped us all kind of look at ourselves and go, oh, we just haven't been like leveraging it. And I think you used that word earlier. You're like, you've got to leverage on yes. things that you've got already. And it's like, that's yes. all it is. I didn't add anything new to it. I've just leveraged on everything that I've already accomplished. And I'm like, wow, I actually... I'm quite impressed with my little profile now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, tell us like maybe three bits of advice, the top three things that you, the listeners can kind of take away and implement on their own profile to give them a bit of a boost in career confidence. Yeah, definitely. Well, first of all, you want to make sure you've got like a professional looking photo on there. And it's a photo with just you in, no one else, not your dog or your cat or your family members, just you in the photo because it's all about you, right? It's your career. And then the second thing I would recommend doing is changing the uh, banner image that sits behind your profile. There's so much value in changing this. And you can design that banner on Canva. There's like a free version of Canva that you can use. But you can put keywords into your banner that really make you stand out as a person. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing that I would do um, would be to write a bit of a profile about you. Like, who are you? When someone comes along to your page, people are nosy. First of all, they want to know who you are and what you do. So share who you are, because this, I feel like, 
it's you're inviting someone into your house almost mm-hmm. and you're letting someone know who you are what what you're about and you can write anything you want in that profile and i would say those are the three uh, key things that will start to help your profile stand out but you also get like job offers as well or if you're in like the uh, a business you'll start getting clients reaching out to you because you've got that professional look yeah I agree and I think something I took away from the masterclass that really kind of stuck in my head was your profile is like your story and yeah. when you said story I was like I resonate with that I know how to write a profile that's a story about myself yeah because when it come down to like I always thought it was more like writing a cv or being overly professional you overthink it can't you and then you're like I don't know what to write I can't write a bio or those type of things in a way that's going to attract people but when you just said it's it's like inviting someone into your house get them they're getting to know you as a human you as a person I was like oh that makes so much more sense and it's so much more interesting <laughs> For me, yes. like to read about someone else like that, rather than just to see the credentials. I mean, obviously, credentials and things are important in particular roles. But, you know, we're talking about boosting your own kind of like confidence here, just to kind of like remember, look, all the things that you've you've got going for yourself. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I really took that away. So thank you from that, you know, uh, that piece of advice. You're welcome. Um, so. I mean, thank you. There's so much we can take away from this session. And we I say session, I mean podcast episodes. Um, I said this in my last podcast as well. Um, just used to talking to clients online now that I'm just like in that mode of like coach. Um, so, you know, if we think the listeners are now like, right, I'm excited. I definitely feel stuck or I know I'm on this verge of like falling in a spiral or I just want to know more about how to, kind of enhance my career options where can people come and find more information from you yeah sure um well you can come and find me on instagram i i hang out there the most um so my profile name is at hanan salama coaching you can also find me on linkedin as well and you can find me under hanan landry on linkedin Oh, you can come to my website, which is salamacoaching.com. Excellent. Thanks so much, Anand. I'm going to put all of that in the episode notes mm-hmm. as well, so people can, um, you know, easily refer to it as well. But you're going to find a lot of useful tips, advice, kind of like positive like prompts to kind of really take responsibility for your own kind of career and by looking at those things so I encourage you all to go and do it so thank you so much for being on the show today thank you for having me I'll speak to you soon yes bye (laughs) there you go I told you we had a lot in common (laughs) Um, the more we kind of started talking, even more was coming out. So I think me and Hanan will definitely have to revisit that conversation and kind of delve in a little bit more into what the common uh, commonalities that we have in our career paths. But I hope you found it insightful. I hope you've been able to take away some, you know, whether it's inspiration or motivation or even just to have that sense of like, oh, yeah, I'm not the only person feeling that way. Um, and that should hopefully make you feel um, a little less maybe overwhelmed or or panicked about 
the future when it comes to kind of the career changes or projects that you'd love to start, you know? So I hope you have a lovely week. I've got another episode coming out next week. Super excited to share that too. And if you have any suggestions or you have any topics that you would love me to delve into, please feel free to send me a message. I would also love it if you uh, could leave a review over on Apple. Um, That would be fantastic. Okay, have a lovely day and I will speak to you soon.